Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, it dates from the 16th century and it's been in Jan Tiley's family since 1891. It's a house in Wales and it's officially certified as the smallest house in Britain. Though Now, it's a tourist attraction. Jan, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Stuart. That's Sean, sorry. Uh, that's OK. Uh, th- uh, when, was, when was the last per- time people actually lived in the house, Jan? Um, 1900. So the last tenant there was a fisherman called Robert Jones. Um, and he, yeah, he was six foot three. Oh my gosh! Uh, so yeah, that must have been a bit snug for him. And w- would uh, all the the, the uh, him and the previous people who lived there would they all have been kind of uh, ancestors of yours? No, the the last guy who lived there wasn't an ancestor of mine. So my my uh, great great grandfather who owned it, he lived up the quay in a different house. Um, he had a string of rental properties, and this was one of them. Ah, right, okay. And so then, you, uh, yeah, so you would have inherited it in in, in the normal course of events. So in nineteen hundred, was was it when people stopped living in it? Was it was it left derelict for a while, or was it always used as a tourist attraction? Well, no, it should have been pulled down not long after 1900 because the, the local corporation said that it was too small to be lived in um, and they condemned it along with um, a row of cottages that ran alongside it. Um, they were too small. They, they weren't sanitary and uh, so it was due to be pulled down. So my great-great-grandfather, as you can imagine, he'd only owned it nine years. He was uh, somewhat gutted, to say the least. Right. And what's, um, what saved it? Well, he was sitting in the pub one night bemoaning his um, fate with the house and he was good friends with the editor of the local newspaper, Roger Dawson. Um, and Roger sat there and he sort of, apparently he was thinking and he said, you know what, that might be the smallest in the country. And being in the uh, newspaper trade, what he suggested was that they put adverts in all the local papers to ask people to uh, put forward small small houses in, in their local area because obviously they didn't have Google and um, mm. <laughs> all of the usual things we have now. Um, so people sent in th- their responses and they went around the country measuring the houses and, and came to the conclusion it was the smallest. So they appealed to the local corporation um, to say, look, can we save it? And they said yes. So um, it wasn't pulled down. And that was the point at which my great-great-grandfather thought, well, it's small, we can advertise it as the smallest in the country. And people came from all over the place to see it. Yeah, I know. And I'm looking at a picture of it now. And and it is kind of funny in that it looks like maybe it was built on as an afterthought, but it was part of the city wall there or the, the, the town wall there. Is that right? Well, the back of it is. So yeah. it came into being. Um, now it, it stands with a row of um, cottages off to one side. Mm. There were originally another row of cottages the other side, and both of those rows had been built from the opposite ends of the key front. Ah. And they'd, they'd stopped because the town walls had a tower, and it's the back of the tower that forms the back of the house. And somebody obviously at some point thought, well, you know, I've got two outer walls. I've got a back wall. I only need to put a front and a roof on it. And, and that's how it came into being. <laughs> so, and and it's, I mean, it is tiny, but it, it describe like how, how small it is. And it is a two-story house. It is a two-story house. Yeah, it's, it's um, just over 1.8 metres across. It's uh, just over three metres high and it's three metres deep. Um, so it's it's pretty low inside on the first floor. As I say, the last guy who lived there was six foot three and he had to st- uh, he couldn't stand up fully in there because he was too tall. Mm. Um, there's downstairs, there's a, a, a little settle, a little wooden seat where there was storage underneath and then a, a little fire where he used to cook. 
Um, and then there's a ladder going upstairs and upstairs, a little, again, a little fire, enough space for a single bed. Um, sometimes the, there were actually couples who lived there. And when there were couples living there, what they did, it's got a trap door um, on, on, up from the first floor to the, to the ground floor to the first floor. Yeah. And they used to put the trap door down and then roll out a mattress across the whole of the floor because hmm. basically the upstairs floor space is about the size of a double bed. Yes, it's, it is actually interesting that, you know, you, have, you know, we have all these design shows on the TV now. But I mean, that, that in itself was uh, there was some very clever design in there just to make everything fit. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, it's very, very space efficient. But of course, back then they didn't have a lot of belongings. They didn't have all their Xboxes and televisions and yeah. things. That... Yeah. Now, as I, as I said in the intro, it is, it is a tourist attraction now, a very popular tourist attraction. But we were just reading that some people visit it. Uh, and <laughs> these kind of weird comments on TripAdvisor where people are complaining about it. I know. They're saying it's too small. Well, what do they expect? <laughs> 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 they, yes. because there is like somebody says uh, I couldn't spend more than half an hour there awarding it just a single star I mean <laughs> of course you could only spend I mean did they expect they were going to move in uh, I, I, I... well to be fair we have plenty of children who would like to move in oh I'd say so yeah <laughs> I'd say so and so like say but during the summer and that I, I assume it must be very busy it is. We, we we have quite a queue in the summer waiting to get in. I mean, generally, people spend five or ten minutes in there. Mm. Um, but, you know, there's, there's quite a bit to look at. We've got various things in the house which um, are interesting for people to look at. I've actually got a copy of the um, conveyance from when it was last sold in 1891 up there, just so people can see. Uh-huh. Um and then the rest of it is is pretty much as it was when it was last lived in in 1900. So we've preserved the history as much as we can. And how much was it bought for? £20. 20 but Of course, that was an absolute fortune in those days. It, well, it even came with the sitting tenants. The, um, the, the last tenant who lived there is actually named on the conveyance as well. Yeah. Uh, Jan, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. Uh, that was Jan uh, Tiley there, owner of uh, Britain's Smallest House. That's in Conwy uh, in Wales. And it's a lovely looking spot. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.